So I just want to get on here and encourage some people who are going through some tough times, who are dealing with some craziness, um, because you're not alone. But <laughs> we're all in this together, right? This, that's life. That's what we get to look forward to is doing life together in community. And so the main reason for Pedestal is to have this community of people who understand the, that to who can sharpen each other, who can grow together, um, and to understand that the church is much larger than we than we feel oftentimes, uh, the capital C church. Um, and so just a little dip into my life of what's going on right now. So a couple of, uh, well, I'll start here. My, uh, my son, we woke up this morning, I checked uh, his bag to change him like I always do every morning, and somehow I missed it, but he is out of diapers. He has zero diapers left. So I was like, man, well, what am I going to do about this? He needs to be changed. I guess we're just going to go and get some. But then I remembered um, a couple of days ago, I lost my card, my debit card at a gas station. Um, I locked it so that nobody could use it and reported it uh, lost. And I've talked to the bank and they said, okay, well, we'll send you a new one. Works out fine. That was good because that card expires uh, next month anyways in January. So I was like, oh, man, no big deal. Great. Um, get a new card. It'll just be earlier. Perfect. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I later remembered that that card is going to get sent to my parents' old house. Um, because I haven't changed the billing address since we lived there. That's on me. I get it. But I, I haven't changed the billing address. So it's going to go there and then get rerouted. Or it's going to be sent there and then get rerouted to um, where my parents live currently. Because that's what the change of address form says. For all of those of y'all who know about the post office and who have moved and whatnot. That's what happens. So it'll get sent to my parents' new house. Or new uh place that they're staying well that's also in Richmond Kentucky and so we're still up here in Michigan okay my parents are on vacation right now they're in Gatlinburg and so they won't be home for a few days and then once they get home hopefully the card's there and once they get home then they can send it in the mail up here to our current address up here in the Detroit area so that'll be a few days I'm I'm sure it'll be at least a week until we get that card. So I can't use that card right now. I thought, no big deal, man. No big deal. I've got I've got Cash App and I've got a Cash App card that goes with it that connects to my bank account. Well, here's the issue. From where I've reported that other card stolen, that other card was the only card connected because me and my wife only have one debit card. Um, maybe that's an issue, <laughs> but I was like, so, so that, uh, that cash app is connected to my bank account, which is only connected to that debit card that I lost. So when the bank, when it was reported lost, they canceled that card. So now I can't pull money from my debit account to my cash app card. 
can't do it. And I've only got like $7 left on my cash app. I was like, okay, not a big deal. Um, I've, we've still got our credit card, which normally we, we have a limit on our credit card. We can pay up to that amount, but we only use our credit card like a debit card. We only use our credit card when we have money currently in our debit card and then we pay it off every month and it works smoothly. It's great. No big deal. Well, the issue is it's getting close to the end of the month. It was Christmas time. And so we've already used up our max on the credit card and, and haven't been, and we've paid it, but it, it's not started the new cycle. And so we haven't uh, been restored that, that money credit that we normally get every month. We haven't been restored that. So we can't use the credit card right now. So we're like, dude, what in the world? My wife made the suggestion because we also have Venmo, but she has a Venmo card. I have the Cash App card. She has the Venmo card. That way we can get all the extra little perks, and it's nice. All right, so she's got a Venmo card, and I've got money in my Venmo. It's only like 23 bucks, but we've got some. And so I'm going to try to Venmo her that 23 bucks. I think she has maybe like $50 in her account, in her Venmo account. And uh, so I'm going to try to Venmo that to her. But the thing is, is her card is 30 minutes away. uh, Because we live, well, I guess 20, 25 minutes away. Because that's how far we live from where she works, from her hospital. So I had to pack Moses up back there. He's already went back to sleep. Which throws off his sleep schedule, but you know, it's whatever. We got to do it. (laughs) But we're headed in. Uh, to the hospital to pick up Jordan's Venmo card. Um, I know she has a case coming up here soon, so hopefully she's went out there and put it on the tire of the car. She had mentioned that she was going to try to. I don't know if she was able to or if she got too busy and had to go into her case. But regardless, hopefully it's there. So we're heading over there. Um, However, my gas light just came on too so with that 23 and 50 73 bucks or whatever we have to get gas and we have to get diapers there's a couple other things I was wanting to pick up from the the grocery store like uh, body wash and shampoo and stuff that I'm out of Um, so you know, hopefully we can, I think that should still be enough. I hope she has 50 on her account. If not, I don't know what we're going to do. We're just going to have to get him diapers and, you know, try to get some gas a little bit, whatever we can get to get home and go with that. But just letting you know, things are going crazy right now. It's crazy time. But that doesn't mean that God is not on his throne. And I think that's kind of my encouragement in this because this whole time, like, it's crazy, man, what the power of Christ and what the Holy Spirit within you can do. As you probably hear me driving in the car, it's probably loud in the background. I don't know. I'll have to see when I when I listen back to this. But it's crazy what the power of the Holy Spirit can do, man, that this is 100% time to kind of start panicking a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I, I should be able to get to her hospital but hopefully she's put the Venmo card out there hopefully she has some money on her 
Venmo account. She hasn't told me, but I think she should have about 50. I don't, I have no clue though. Um, she may have used that already. She may have used it during Christmas time. I don't know. So we'll see. But regardless, man, like God is in control and God will always provide for his children. And that doesn't mean that he'll always provide in the way that we want him to or the way that we hope he will. But I mean, scripture tells us that it says, man, we shouldn't have, we don't need to worry about what we're going to eat or what we're going to drink or where we're going to live or the clothing that we wear. And then he compares it to the flowers of the field. He says, you know, look at the flowers of the field. He said, even Solomon with all his money and all his riches and um, his kingdom and all the things that he wore, I'm sure kings dressed pretty nicely back then. He said, Solomon wasn't dressed as fine as one of the, the, the flowers in, those, in the field. He said, you know, consider the sparrows. who They don't have to worry about where their next meal's coming from but they get fed that God is providing for all of his creation. He is sovereign. He is in control. We have nothing to worry about as long as we follow him. And that doesn't mean things are just going to be cushion easy for us. There are believers in the world who are struggling to find these things. It doesn't mean they're not believers. What it means is God has control over that. And it may not look like, what we want it to or what we hope it would. And so maybe in your life, you're going through some similar things or you're going through worse things. Um, I understand that this is just the tip of the iceberg, that the struggles that I'm facing right now and we're facing here is, is, you know, there's a lot worse things going on in the world than just not being able to find baby, a, a baby, their diapers. But God sits on the throne. It's not like he stepped off for a while. It's not that he gave up on his children. He will never. We, we There's nothing that we can do. Once, once you've turned your life to him and you are living as a disciple, as an apprentice of Jesus, there is nothing that you can do to escape his love. There's nothing that you can do to fall out of his love. God's got you and he's caring for you caring for you. My number one goal is to get Moses diapers on this trip. Even if we have to be stuck without gas somewhere and we're just sitting in the car, as long as he gets diapers and he's, he doesn't get diaper rash or any of that kind of stuff. That's what I'm concerned on. Why? Because he is my son and I love him and I care for him. And and I'm, I've, I've made a, a vow to love him and care for him and be there for him. So if I've made that and I'm willing to sacrifice just sitting in the car for however many hours and figuring all this other stuff out and not having gas to get back home, if I'm willing to figure that stuff out so that my child doesn't have a diaper rash, how much more is the God of the universe, a good, good father, the perfect father, willing to sacrifice and give up and and for you, for his children? For those who love him, for those who are called according to his purpose, for those who sacrifice, who give up their life for him, who who devote their lives to him, man, God loves you, and he cares for you, and there's nothing 
that you have to fear or worry about. If you knew, if you only knew what was happening in heaven right now, if you only knew the legion of angels that are surrounding his throne, giving him the highest of praise, if you only knew the power of your prayers, gosh, if you only knew the power of your prayers, that's something that I'm still reading in right now. I'm reading through a book called Prayer by Tim Keller. And uh, my wife was, she came home yesterday. She had been listening to John Mark Comer's uh, prayer series and is practicing the way series, but it's, it's there's a series within a series. Um, listening to his prayer series and it's just incredible, man. The power of prayer and what happens when we pray with faith and hope and expectation. Prayer is not just a ritual. It is something that God, you have the king of the universe as the author of all things, of life. You have his attention when you pray in faith, in his name, in Jesus' name. You have his attention and he is willing to alter the course of history for you, for your petition, because he loves you that much. Understand that. Understand that. Pray to God. Break down. Get on your knees and be honest with Him and just show Him how you feel. Tell Him how you feel. Tell Him what's going on in your life. Be real with Him. And then petition. Petition with knowing that He can do something about it. That He's not, God is more powerful than any of your trials. I promise you that. Why? Because He created all the things in this world. And so the things that are giving you trials, God has control over those. He created those things and he's allowing those things to give you trouble so that you can grow in one way or another. As James one talks about, you know, consider it pure joy, consider it great joy, consider it all joy. Those are different translations. When you face trials of various kinds, knowing that it's helping you to grow so that you can be mature and complete lacking in nothing. That is God who's allowing those things to happen and God can end those things in a heartbeat. But even if he doesn't, there's, that's a great song. Um, even if by mercy me, even if he doesn't, it's still trusting who he is and trusting that he's got the plan for you. But, but pray, believing, pray, having faith that he can and petition and petition and petition him like crazy. But as Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, know and finish your prayers with God, but not my will, but your will be done. Jesus prayed that. God's son, the perfect being, he prayed something. That's what I think is, is amazing about scripture and about prayers. Jesus lived in God's will. Jesus was God's very will. Yet he prayed something that God did not grant in the Garden of Gethsemane. He prayed that this that the cup would pass from him that he wouldn't have to face all of God's wrath all of the father's wrath he prayed that he said if there's any other way if there's anything else any other way that we can save humanity and bring them back to you and and restore them back to us to to God if there's any other way he prayed that then please let that happen any other way but he finished by saying 
not my will, but your will be done. And as we know the story goes, Jesus' will was not done in that situation. It was God's will that Jesus still had to face the, the, the cross. He had to face the full and total wrath of God on our behalf. So just because God doesn't answer one of your prayers in the way that you want him to, don't think that your, your prayers are now useless or that God doesn't listen or that there is no God. That's so crazy to think that. If you're honest with yourself, you'll see that he has proven over and over again his existence. If you think back and you look at all the blessings in your life and you think of all the things that... Um, I mean, if you just basically, as, as Scripture tells us, just look at nature. Just look at the world. Think about all the different sciences that are so detailed, so descriptive, so just complex. All these systems that are happening in the world in creation, when you think of a tree, when you think of the human body, when you think of an atom, when you think of the air quality, when you think of the solar system, all these different things. When you break all these things down, I think it's pretty obvious that, man, this couldn't have just snapped and happened. And so you know God exists. You know that he's there. And so study the other religions. Dive into them. Really challenge them. Test them. If, if you're that concerned, if, you're, if you feel that broken and that hopeless, like, I don't even know what to think. I don't know who God is. I don't, I don't know if Jesus is the real God. Test the other religions with the, with the same level of critique that you're, that you're critiquing the, the God of Christianity with. Test it. I guarantee you. Find people like Nabil Qureshi online who did those things, who was a devout Muslim, who used to argue with Christians and he said it was so easy because he knew more about his religion than any of them did until he came across somebody who, who was actually follower of Christ and actually cared about apologetics and cared about Jesus and, and what, and to how to, how to show that he is real in this world and actually dove into scripture and actually pointed things out and actually pointed his historical facts out to him. Find a guy like that and listen to his story. But then also listen to other people who who are Muslim or whatever you want to find. And then challenge them. Critique them to the level that you critique God when he doesn't answer one of your prayers. I promise you, you'll find out that Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is the light. So, we are about to see what's up. Just pulled up to the car now. So, hopefully, there is some money on our Venmo account. And, um, yeah, I'll let you know in just a second.
let me tell y'all how good God is. I'm telling you, man, he provides. So I was real nervous because I called Jordan, called my wife, and she um, told me that she had like $2 on her Venmo account. And I was like, oh, crap. So we have like $25 total on Venmo. Once I send her the 23 on my account, we'd have like $25 total on our Venmo account in order to get gas for me to get home and in order for us to get diapers. But not just that, she also needed gas to get home because she said that her gas light was on. So it was like, oh, man. But... As I was looking in her car, she said she thought her wallet was in her car. So I was looking around in there, couldn't find it. But what I did stumble upon was this little bag that we had for Christmas that we couldn't find. We didn't know where it was. And we were just like, oh, man, this is not good. We thought we left it back at my parents' house in Richmond. But it is a bag uh, of gift uh, of cards like uh, Christmas cards that uh, our grandparents and yeah, mainly our grandparents have given us. And it had some cash in there and that cash is enough to get the diapers and to get us gas to get home. So even if this Venmo stuff doesn't work out, we are going to be fine for at least the next probably two or three days. So hopefully this will last a week, but if not, you know, we'll see. I think we can make it last a week, but regardless, man, like God is good all the time. He provides, he's there. That's so funny because I felt compelled. I felt uh, called and, and led to start speaking about this today. And here he is providing. So just be encouraged y'all trust him, trust him, trust him.